Hi, I'm Britt Pham. And I'm Mac Harvey. And welcome to Sunday School. Sunday school grounding moment. So wherever you are, whatever you're doing, find a moment to slow down or pause. If it makes sense, you can close your eyes. Just take a moment to take a deep breath into your belly, filling up your lungs and letting it go with ease. Before we dive into our conversation today, taking the chance to call in your energy from wherever you may have given it today, this week, calling it back in just for the time we have together. Taking another deep breath in, holding it at the top, and letting it go with ease. And let's get into it. Happy Sunday! It's Sunday, right? (laughs) yes <laughs> i like truly don't know what day it is anymore i'm just trying okay. to get by <laughs> so as we jump into our weekly updates i did want to tell you about my night last night which was oh, saturday shit. saturday night <laughs> no nothing crazy happened like oh, okay. literally <laughs> the opposite of what you're thinking happened uh since i kind of was i was gone for my birthday i wanted to celebrate something here with some of my friends and so um uh, the couple that I live with, another work coworker, my brother, and then another one of my friends, six of us, we plan to like meet at Olive Garden, have dinner. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, Olive Garden, and then go bowling. <laughs> so we met at the Olive Garden at like six and it was busy and they don't take reservations on Saturday nights. And so we waited for like a, just about an hour to get a table and then we finally sit down and everyone was like hangry. And so we just like all like just like sped ate pasta and salad and breadsticks. And then at the end of the dinner, we were like, I don't think we can go bowling. Like we ended up just going home and going to bed. That's awesome. And it was and everyone was like, Are you sure, Mac? Like we can go, we'll rally. And I was like, No, nah, I want to go to bed. I don't give a shit if we go bowling. <laughs> and it was just like the most like grown ass like 30 year old shit I've ever seen because we were yeah. all like tired and like no I think the night's over and it was like yeah. eight o'clock <laughs> yeah I mean last night uh forerunner and I went out to a really nice dinner because he got a gift card for our favorite restaurant here in San Diego mm. and we had like a couple drinks at dinner and then went for a nightcap at another bar which I was surprised he was like 
yeah, I could do another drink. I was like, really? Okay. Wow. <laughs> and then we went home and then I built an Ikea dresser drunk and drank another old fashioned and went to sleep at nine. <laughs> wow. That's a great Saturday night. It was sick. <laughs> That sounds like, like our, so perfect. Our dinner was like so early, and so we got home early. Oh, and I looked okay. at the clock when I was done building the the dresser, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's only nine! Cool, I'm gonna scroll on TikTok for two hours and like watch a show." And I fell asleep. I did the same yeah. thing. I got home, washed my makeup off, laid down in bed, and I was like, "Yeah, I can watch TikTok, or maybe I'll like put something on the TV." And no, I was asleep. I know. <laughs> I wish I had more energy to live life, but I don't. <laughs> I know. Well, and then I think something I've like really accepted deep in my soul at this point in my life is that like I'm a morning person now. I mm. I can't stay up late. Like if I if I am going to stay up late, I have to plan like 2 days ahead. Well, other than feeling like our aging bodies are taking us to the grave uh what else is new <laughs> i was just in san diego i came just and stayed with you for like a week it yeah. was like a good long trip I'm, it was like, more so... than a week <laughs> i think yeah. it was the longest time we've spent together 24 7 since we were like kids actually yeah probably ha- had it been anyone else they would have been like a lot more annoyed by the end of the week but it was actually surprisingly pretty Yay. pretty cool <laughs> okay good good because i <laughs> I got to stay at your apartment with you, which thank you for letting me invade your space. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was very like worried. I was like, oh my God, I feel like I'm like spread out too much. I feel like she hates this. No, <laughs> you were like so considerate. And like, I just feel like we existed in this tiny ass space together really well. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. I really loved that trip though. It was very uh, solidifying in like as far as like seeing myself existing and living in San Diego. Um, I got to walk around a lot by myself and explore uh, your area. And it was really nice. And I know you didn't think it was warm, but it was warm. It was cold as fuck. For Utah, it was warm. I got back to Utah and it was a fucking snowstorm. Don't talk to me about cold. Well, I think that's a good moment to go to church on our topic today which is unnamed still but it's about (laughs) like the process of making big life transitions and moves yeah making big moves yeah big moves that's a good one That was like the thing that was what I'm manifesting for this year of like being 28. I think we talked about it, which was like big moves are the theme of 2023. Like spiritually, mentally, physically. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, okay, so let's let's talk about this. I have some questions for you. Maybe we should start with you sharing a little bit about the logistical things that have gone into planning this move from 
Salt Lake City to San Diego, or even just this this move of leaving Salt Lake City where you yeah. grew up and have lived for most of your life. Like what when did you start thinking about moving? Mm-hmm. And when did you actually make the decision to leave? So leaving Utah or my hometown has always been something I wanted to do. Like even back when I graduated college and I moved back up to Salt Lake um, after living in Southern Utah, I knew I wanted to leave Utah at some point. But at the time I like was a broke college student and I just like moved back in with my parents, got a job ski instructing. Like I knew I wanted to just work in the outdoors and kind of save up some money and go from there and then of course I got into a relationship and all of that kind of stopped for a while because it was all like yeah I think it was something that was always on the back burner and Mm. when I fell into my relationship I kind of got even pushed further back because I was like well I'm part of this partner's life now and like we were building a life together and we didn't know what that looked like whether we leave or whatever And then since ending that relationship about three years ago, um, I think that was the moment where I was like, okay, I want to leave. It was just a question of like, when is this going to happen? Because like my life was kind of like off the rails. I didn't know what I wanted. It was like we were in a pandemic. Mm -hmm. Um, I needed a job. I needed health insurance. I needed money. I was still living at my parents' house and wanted to move out of there. And so it, again, got pushed back a little bit. And so now that I'm, like, feeling pretty good about where I am financially and mentally, I just feel like it's finally possible and something that I feel ready to do. Yeah. And so in the last year, I'd say, is when it's, like, really solidified of, like, I need – I am going to do this. I want to do this. And – let's start making moves to make it happen. And what were those moves like tangibly? The first big move was to get a new car. Cause I know I've talked about it all through season one before I got this new car was like, my car is falling apart. I, if I want to move somewhere, like I don't even feel confident going on like a two hour road trip. Mm-hmm. Um, the next step has been like saving money and figuring out uh, what I would want to do for work, which I still don't know. Wow. I didn't really realize how long of a timeline it has been to get here. Mm. I didn't really realize actually that you had wanted to leave as early as graduating college. We recently had a like a meeting at work where our supervisor had gone to like a conference on like what my brain sees as what I need to be happy, which like before I got the new car, it was like, you just need a new car and everything will be fine. (laughs) And then I got the new car and my brain adjusted. And it was Mm. like, no, you're not there yet because now you need this thing. Yeah. And our brains do that. It's like people who are like, oh, I just need to do this thing and then I'll be happy. 
well, your brain adjusts what success means to you and it keeps pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. So like success really isn't ever like actually achievable and attainable because your brain will rewire what success looks like once you've achieved that. But, you know, the work's never done. Just accepting Mm -hmm. that is like life. I am aware enough to know that like me moving and leaving my hometown and doing the work by myself to settle into a new place isn't going to fix all my problems. It's not going to make me fully happy, but what is, you know, staying in place isn't going to do that either. I'm trying to be easy on myself because it's been hard for me. And I think we talked about this too. It's been hard for me to move. Whereas I look at a lot of my friends like you and some of my other relationships where they've moved states right after high school or, uh, you know, moved multiple different states over the years. And I've stayed in this one place and I'm trying not to make myself wrong for it. Mm. And in this process of wanting to move and like however long it takes me to do that I'm trying not to like think of myself as like doing it too slow or Mm. you know not quick enough you know because the way that you do things is the way that you do things and the choices you make are the choices you make and no one's wrong for how they're living their life and I'm not wrong for the way I'm going about this you know but yeah. it's it's hard because it gets in sometimes of like, oh, why is it so hard for me yeah. to do this? Well, I think everyone has to find their own ways of making big moves, which is why I was curious to hear a little bit more granularly about your process of your timeline and like the process of making these plans and the things that you wanted to have in place and how you went about checking them off the list because I make my big moves in a very different way like I don't think too much about things for better or for worse before I decide Mm -hmm. that they're what I want to do I I mean all my moves were because of school or something like that until I moved here to San Diego and then that was just kind of like on a whim like yeah (laughs) opportunity came up and I was like sure I have nowhere else to be let me just fucking do this (laughs) and then I was like well I'm here I might as well stay I don't know where else to go and then I found an apartment you know and like that that process i mean we recorded season one when i was in the middle of making that decision actually and i yeah should actually go back and listen to it because i don't remember exactly <laughs> should take our own advice the the point of this conversation is not to tell people like this is what you should do if you want to make a big move like it's really mm. just kind of offering like your perspective and my perspective and yeah saying, yeah, like, yeah you just need to figure out what works for you but i think the key part here is like to figure out what works for you you have to take steps like baby steps movement momentum I think there's something really important to be said about getting into movement and I feel like from a third-party perspective at least seeing your journey when you got your car is when it seemed like things really started to move because that car was like it was it wasn't a baby step it was a pretty big step but it was like Mm -hmm. kind of the first step in like getting yourself going and I do feel like the momentum has been generated and it's kind of like okay like I have to keep moving like I have to keep the ball rolling what's next Mm. this reminds me of a conversation I was having with forerunner last night around um my relationship with my instinct and how I make decisions because like I said before I'm very like 
quick to just be like, okay, that's the thing I'm going to do. I'm going to go do it when I like don't necessarily have a plan. And then I kind of <laughs> like build the plane while I'm flying it. Yeah. Um, and I think it's because like I have had this like this like gut instinct that like, okay, this is a thing that I want to do. I don't know why and I don't know how, but like I'm just going to do it. And I kind of live my life that way so much. And <laughs> I think on the other end of the spectrum from you, it has like not always helped me either because then I end up in situations that I'm like, oh shit, I just spent like thousands of dollars. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm happy I did it and it all worked out, but I could sure. have a few more thousand dollars in my pocket if I had just planned this a little bit more. Yeah. Which is like actually exactly how it went when I moved here. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. and so right now I'm in this place where I'm trying to find this balance between like okay mm. I trust my gut I trust myself to have my back and that I figure things out but could I be a little bit more measured about it you know and I don't I I, I don't actually know like what the I don't know exact answer or set of parameters are it's like such a case-by-case basis still Mm -hmm. um that's just my way of making big moves I think it's always just been like I have a feeling and I just do it (laughs) and I'm a little more slow moving and a little more I need things to be like well thought out and put in place and I need to like process before making the decision. Here's a question and maybe line it up. Like what are other big moves that you have made in your life Mm. that you can look back on now? Like that have been completed, like the cycle has been completed and you look back on it now and you're like, damn, I fucking did that. Ooh, yes. We said we were going to have a light episode so let's lighten it up i'm trying to (laughs) um okay life is just really fucking heavy right now (laughs) life's fucking heavy (laughs) we're riding the wave but okay yeah let's bring some positiveness into this because i definitely have like some cycles that have been completed in my life that i'm very proud of the biggest one was knowing how to be alone Mm. i feel like i your last relationship yeah leaving my last relationship like that was a big one leaving that one completely and like healing from it and like of course the healing's never done but I feel like for the most part like I've moved past that relationship I have become a completely different person that knows how to live alone and take care of myself and I'm not as afraid to be alone anymore in fact I love it a little too much sometimes we've overcorrected <laughs> um but yeah i feel like that is something that i achieved and i did it with the help of friends and loved ones of course but like i did it and that feels amazing to be like yeah i left that relationship that was making me miserable and i took care of myself and now we're here i think mine is probably similar leaving my last relationship i at the time, I referred to it as one of the hardest things I'd ever done, which I think is still true. But it's never going to be that hard again because it was the first relationship mm. I ever left. And yeah, it's the first time I made a really big move in my personal life. Like a lot of my big moves have to do with work. Mm. I've quit a lot of jobs. <laughs> 
Yeah. I've I've taken a lot of jobs. I've taken a lot of opportunities that were really big. And I feel like speaking of momentum, I have been in momentum with those big moves for quite some time. But when it comes Mm -hmm. to my personal life, that was a really big decision. Um, Yeah. And I still have some, uh, I don't know what the term is, the opposite of momentum. Is it stagnant? stagnancy yeah I yeah. still have like this stagnancy around like big personal decisions sometimes mm. like creating boundaries with friends saying no to things that yeah. to relationships that I just know are not good for me um mm-hmm. that's really hard and those are big moves too we're we're making moves it's the year of big moves but it's also good to remind yourself to relax and that like yeah well speaking of relaxing this is our mm-hmm. mid-season finale and I guess we should have said this at the beginning <laughs> but we are going to be taking a break because mm-hmm. life is moving really fast and um, we need to catch up on some other stuff and then we'll be back probably this summer so whenever it's... we feel like it it's our podcast <laughs> Um. so anything else that you want to say on Big Moose uh, no, I feel very complete on those. And I'm sure when we come back and we talk to you guys again, we'll have even more big moves to talk about. Well, Weekly Simons, I have one. Okay. It's just the question that I asked you at the end of our last episode. <laughs> Take a moment to reflect on big moves that you've already made in your life mm. and celebrate them. Because yeah. I think we're always going to be in, like you were saying before, like we're always going to be looking for that next thing, the next big move, the next level up whatever you want Mm. to call it because it's human nature to kind of want to keep growing and there's nothing wrong with that and it's Mm -hmm. also really important to recognize how far you've come Mm -hmm. so look at your big moves and celebrate them if you like to journal or take notes on your phone however you like to reflect on things um rewiring your brain when it comes to gratitude I think is very important Mm. because I definitely find myself getting into the habit of looking at the negatives and like being a little pessimistic whereas um, when I get the chance to journal during the day I always try to start or I have recently tried to build the habit of starting my journaling with writing like three things that I'm grateful for that day so yeah, maybe write down like three things you're grateful for and try to make that a habit because it will rewire mm. your brain into noticing, into being more optimistic instead yeah. of pessimistic. That's it. Amen, everybody. Happy mid-season finale. Amen. Amen. Sunday School was created by me, Britt Pham. And me, Mac Harvey. Our theme music is originally by Caleb Spaulding and remixed by Annie Klang. 
The music you hear during our grounding breath are crystal singing bowls, composed and played by Jackie Cantwell. This episode was edited by Danielle Costa. You can find us on Instagram at sunday.school. School is spelled S-X-H-O-O-L. Peace. Rad. Chicka-chicka.